guys. Welcome back to the Larger to Grace podcast. I'm Victoria. And I'm Whitney. We're so glad you joined in to listen today. In today's episode, we're going to be recapping Exodus from the very beginning to the very end. Mm -hmm. If you've made it this far, you know how much of a struggle bus this book has been for us. But it has a lot of good information, a lot of good story in the beginning, and a lot of necessary items that needed to happen. So without further ado, let's get into it. Let's do it. Um, the introduction to Exodus in my Bible has a really good kind of like purpose, occasion, and background for Exodus, yeah. which I feel is really good to s- kind of start off this whole entire yeah, recap. Kind kick of it off. Bring it back into focus. So Why aren't you reading? <laughs> remember, Exodus is, the title Exodus is taken from the Greek noun exodos, exodos? Yeah. Which means going out or departure, which makes sense if you know what happens in the book of Exodus. If not, keep listening. Right? (laughs) (laughs) So in the purpose, occasion, and background, it says, Exodus is a second book in the Pentateuch and picks up the narrative of Genesis by focusing on the time when the sons of Jacob had grown into into the people of Israel. The first half of the book records events that fulfilled the promise to Abraham that his descendants would sojourn in a land that was not their own and be afflicted for 400 years and then come out by the Lord's hand with numerous positions the narrative of israel's preservation in and exodus out of israel nope <laughs> no that was it it's egypt not israel oh the narrative of israel's preservation in and exodus out of egypt is sometimes referred to as being like a second creation account both because the vocabulary seems to evoke the first chapters of genesis and because it is through Abraham's descendants that the Lord has promised to bless all nations and thus restore his presence and purposes in the world. The second half of the book narrates the events surrounding the covenant being revealed, confirmed, broken, and renewed and records of the covenant instructions that the Lord revealed to Israel through Moses at Mount Sinai. The instructions begin with the 10 commandments and include a lengthy section, lengthy section detailing the specifics for the construction of the tabernacle and its service. But this is not the totality of the Lord's covenant instructions, which are recorded further in both Leviticus and Numbers before Israel finally leaves the region of Mount Sinai for the land of Canaan. So we have more in Leviticus and Numbers. Get excited. Stay tuned. I don't think in those chapters there's as much repetition as there was it. I I feel like the last few chapters of Exodus were very... Well, we'll get there. Chapter one. <laughs> is it is it time? I think it's time. So we have like a little outline here. We're not going to go into real specifics. If you want real specifics, tune back into those previous episodes. Yeah, they're really good. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. Um, Socials. Sure. We're on Instagram. It's very <laughs> sad. We'll, we have we'll no followers. Please follow us. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest here. Kind of like the Bible. <laughs> so bad we're terrible at socials but we do have an email it's uh alert to grace at gmail.com so if you have questions you can email us yeah. or reach out i try to check it um i'm getting into this outline chapter one um remember we're we're in egypt and the people of israel are up in what goshen goshen and they're kind of just manifesting up there themselves you know they're multiplying yeah joseph actually has died so that was the only connection that the people of israel had with the pharaoh of egypt because joseph was that was that mediator between the two peoples and he was real buddy buddy with the yeah he was the reason the israelites got everything that they did 
a safe in, haven in yeah. Goshen. Well, not only this the a safe haven, but the best. Like Goshen was like the best yeah. area, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, I had the most fertile soil. Yeah, it was best for keeping animals, growing crops. He, so. The pharaoh gave them jobs right near the Nile. Yeah. So, at the beginning of Exodus, Joseph has died. Right, he's already mm-hmm. dead. He's he died in in Genesis, at the yeah, end of Genesis, at the right? end of Genesis. Um, and the new Pharaoh that's that's over the people of Egypt does not know the Israelites. They're kind of like, okay, well, who are these people? Why are they here? Why do we treat them differently? Why can't we just use them for free labor? And so that's what he does. He gets like this grudge against them. It's like you know, these people they're too big a number. They're going to invade us. Y- yes, and we need to to handle this exactly he makes up the whole thing in his brain basically he's gaslighting himself pretty much that's right (laughs) that's what he does and you know it's exactly like you said he was afraid of them and so the way that he thought to handle it was to oppress them yeah so that's what he did he put them to work well he started you know first trying to kill them all off was that first i feel like hold on it could be i don't remember no, they had task ma- task masters to over them. Yeah, and, and they then were they oppressed. and they kept multiplying and getting and bigger made them and better. Work as slaves. Yeah, I think that happened two times. Like he in- gave them there was the taskmasters. Oh, and then they and said, then they you have to collect your own goods to make your bricks or something like that. Oh, well, that was after I think Moses went to the Pharaoh Look, for the you know, first I don't time. Know. I think <laughs> apparently I don't remember this book at all. Hold on, let's just look at it. <laughs> um okay well no the pharaoh sent the midwives out and was like every time you service a hebrew woman kill so the baby it was kind of it almost sounds like it was simultaneous yeah i feel like it was simultaneous so he you know put taskmasters over them they were doing all this work but it says in Exodus 1 chapter 12, but the more they were oppressed, the more they multiplied and the more they spread abroad. And the Egyptians were in dread of the people of Israel. Yeah. So then the Pharaoh goes and says to the midwife of the Hebrew people, every time you service a, a Hebrew woman who is giving birth, if it's a boy, kill it. If it's a girl, she can live. Yeah. Like she, he wanted to cut them off at the knees and say, you're exactly. not multiplying anymore. Stop growing. You know, mm-hmm. but see, like the midwives were cunning and they were kind of heroes in this story because they came back to him and they were just like the hebrew women are really good they don't have to have midwives they're already done by the time we get there so i don't know what you want us to do about that exactly but i mean was that true who knows right (laughs) so could be they kind of saved them a little bit so god you know obviously dealt well with the midwives for saving the people of israel basically um and they continued to grow Pharaoh then commanded his people of Egypt and said, you know, every son that is born to the Hebrews, you shall throw it into the Nile River, drown it. Mm -hmm. So then the people of Egypt were probably coming after these Hebrew people, the Israelites, Mm -hmm. and killing them randomly, killing their babies, throwing the people, throwing the babies in the the Nile. Nile. So we have all of that. And that's the beginning of... And that's Exodus. how this book starts. That's how it starts. We're we're killing babies. We're drowning babies. Um. So in chapter two, I love how this outline just skips over chapter two. That's lovely. In chapter two, we have the birth of Moses. Um. And he was born during the time where the Pharaoh was like, "You need to throw all your babies into the Nile River, we're killing all the boy babies." Um. So his mother hid him for three months, and when she could no longer hide him, she put him in a basket, which. You should go back and listen to that episode yeah, we, because it's really good. Yeah. 
um, he, she put him in a basket and sent him adrift on the Nile River. But his sister followed him, kept well, watch. And right? she, yes. And the mom made sure to put him at a place in the Nile where she knew a certain somebody would find him. Yes. So who finds him? No dun, answers. Dun, okay. Dun, the Pharaoh's daughter. Yes. Of course. Why not? <laughs> God's hand is in every part of the story. Mm-hmm. The sister follows Moses until he is found by the Pharaoh's daughter. The Pharaoh's daughter picks up the baby out of the river and is like, oh my gosh, this must be one of the Hebrew children. I shall raise it as my own. Yes, exactly. But, but the daughter, his sister, Moses's sister goes to the daughter of Pharaoh and says, hey, um, do you want me to go get the mom for you or the mid? What would she say? She said, do you want me to go get you, I believe, a, a woman or... What is the exact words that she Shall uses? Shall I call you a nurse yes. from the Hebrew women to nurse the child for you? Yeah. So basically a, a wet nurse, pretty much. Well, see, I mean. Slash nanny. If you think about it, too, and I just thought about this. I don't think we said that in the episode. But if you think about it, food for children who could could not eat solid foods yet. Like, what you if have they one use? option. You have one option. Breast milk. And if you, like, Pharaoh was not pregnant or from what it doesn't say that she had just given birth and had a supply of milk yeah i know like so she needed somebody to nurse the baby and, raise, and she was yeah. like yeah sure go go call a nurse so lo and behold she actually goes and gets moses's mother and moses's mother is paid paid to wean the child yeah up until when he can you know eat solid foods and yeah. stuff so moses is weaned and he goes and he is basically raised as a prince of Egypt um, with the Pharaoh's daughter. And so he has his connection to his people because he probably grew up around, I don't know, what do you want to say, like five? I would say, yeah, because how old was it? I mean, obviously this was much before. How old was Isaac when he was weaned? Was he five? I think he was five. Something like that. Five or so, seven. yeah, I mean, he had those foundational years as a Hebrew, as yeah. an Israelite. Yep. And then he also had the upbringing of being a prince of egypt basically because he had the education yeah he had everything um so he was kind of tied to both worlds yeah in because a sense. let's also too keep in mind that because moses was an israelite he didn't look like the egyptians either no he looked i mean he was a completely different race yeah moses grows up right how old is he now he's like 40 mm, something like that i think and he saw that an egyptian and a hebrew were fighting right and then he he comes up and he's just like, you know, don't do that. Why? Don't do that. And then he was like, who are you to judge us? You know, who 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 made you ruler over us? And then I think what happened oh, is, no, is he, he saw mis- somebody first. Yeah, I was going to say, I think he saw them um, basically probably a taskmaster. An Egyptian beating a Hebrew. Mm hmm for whatever reason so and then he looked like, around and he killed him he's enraged yeah and he strikes him down yeah that happens first and then he goes back and he's he he sees another instance of you know a hebrew or an israelite fighting with an egyptian and he's like you know why do you do that and he's like who made you you know judge over us are you going to strike me down like you did the egyptian so he was like oh my gosh somebody knows like they yeah. know they're going to come for me they're going to get me so he runs away to Midian after the Pharaoh finds out that he did kill an Egyptian and sends all types of people after him. Yeah. So he runs away to Midian where he meets his wife, right? Yes. And has, well, he meets the priest of Midian who is actually a, a godly priest who worships, you know, the one true God, the one true God. And, um, he has sons, right? Seven daughters. Who? You're talking about his father-in-law? 
Oh, no, I was talking about Moses and his wife. But oh. yes, the priest of Midian has seven daughters. And oh. of those seven daughters, Zipporah, is that what we call yeah, her? Yeah, why does he get to marry her again? Oh, because the shepherds drove the girls with their flocks away from the water. And Moses is like, no, nah, we're not doing that. Come on back and brings them back and f- f- waters yeah, the flock. He was very just yeah. in his actions. And they go and tell the father, oh, we're a hero. And he says, okay, you may marry my daughter. Yeah, that's so. what happens. Zipporah. So he marries Zipporah and has a son. And then that's that. That was the end of two. Right? Three. Well, no, God hears Israel's groaning. Yeah. So is the end of Israel is still slaves in Egypt and God understands and hears that they're suffering. Yeah. Basically. Basically. Which kind of puts a plan in motion. Exactly. So chapter three, we have the infamous the infamous burning burning bush. bush. Um and that episode in itself is really good. You should go back and listen so to it. So God comes down to Moses in a burning bush that was not consumed by the bush. The bush wasn't being consumed by the fire. Correct. It was just there. Just, yeah. Um, and that is the call of Moses, where God calls him and says, hey, you will lead my people out of Egypt. You know, you'll do great signs and wonders and and you'll speak great words to the people of yeah. Israel. But what does Moses say? Moses says no. Nah, bro. I don't want to do that. Um, I'm 80 years old. I need to just go on my I'm way. Really, I'm not really good with words. That's not that's not what you have for me. I'm sorry. Thank you, but hard no. no. <laughs> Pass. Um, and God was like, mm, that's not going to work for me. So get your brother Aaron to do it for you. Mm-hmm. yeah i mean that's exactly what happens. that's exactly what happens he's like fine okay fine okay so he, he goes and finds his brother aaron and they meet in the desert but not before an angel of the lord comes and says hey uh i'm gonna kill you if you don't circumcise your kids yeah. so he has to forcefully circumcise his children and his wife is sent back to midian with their children likely yes it's not said in there but that's what mm-hmm. we think happened yeah go it's so good go it's back. such mm-hmm. a good episode mm-hmm. yeah so then he meets up with his brother and they go and talk to the people of israel they do right mm-hmm. they go and speak to the leaders of israel yeah. first and they said you know i am has sent me here he's gonna bring you out of egypt don't fear we got this yes right mm-hmm. actually moses didn't say that aaron said that. aaron said that god told moses and moses told aaron and aaron told the people yeah so this is what Moses said God said. <laughs> yeah. And at the same time, too, God at the burning bush told him that the Pharaoh would not let his people go. Like he told him flat out that it was going to be a struggle. Yeah. This is going to be a long haul. Yep. So he goes and he shows. Hold on. Okay. You were saying? Yeah. So. Sorry. I just didn't remember. It's okay. So on his way back to Egypt, he runs into his brother. He gets attacked by the angel, blah, 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 right? And then back in Egypt, the people of Israel are being more oppressed. The Pharaoh said that you have to collect your own materials to buy bricks, and then they're complaining a lot. So then here comes Moses, and he's like, hey, actually, God has sent me here to help you guys, right? I'm going to go talk to Pharaoh really quick, and then we'll get this show on the road. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, okay, sounds good. Exactly. Do it. Exactly. So now he goes, talks to Pharaoh. Pharaoh basically laughs in his face. And then he doubles the workload yes. for the people of Israel. Yes, he was like, I'm you have to make of. more bricks. You also have to go get your own stuff. Um, so that's why that's your punishment for this Good guy luck. coming to talk to me. Good luck. So then the people of Israel was like, why did you go talk to him? If you were, I thought you were, you're here to make things better. And so Moses is kind of at a loss. He's like, well, 
um, I have I have faith <laughs> that God will make it right in the end. Yeah. Although in the t- in the moment he was probably like, why did you send me here to do this if it was yeah, going to get worse? Absolutely. So then basically God tells him to go back to the Pharaoh. Yeah. And he was like, I promise I will deliver you. It's not going to be easy, but I will. So he does. So he says, you know, he's we're going to get into a pattern of Moses going to the Pharaoh, the Pharaoh saying no, Moses coming back to the people, Moses going to the Pharaoh saying, let my people go. The, Moses, the Pharaoh saying no, like that's going to be a constant cycle. And yeah, it, for the it first goes half of the book. Yeah. For a long time. 20 chapters worth. Yeah. Moses goes to the Pharaoh, says, you know, let my people go. He says no. Nothing changes, basically, in the end of six, right? Yeah, no, nothing. Other than the fact that God God came down and told him, it was like, I am the Lord. I will take you out of Egypt. It's not going to be easy. Yeah. Then we have the genealogy of Moses and Aaron, which... We talked about the randomness of it and the importance of it being there and everything. Yeah. It's Go basically, I think, just to show so. that where the eventual line of the levites and the high priest comes from yeah anyway it's random yeah so in seven moses and aaron go before pharaoh and they this is where they show them great signs he was like how do i know that you're from god basically and he was like he threw down his stick and it turned into a snake Mm -hmm. right and then the other magicians magicians (laughs) they're down theirs and they 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 it turned also into turned snakes, into a snake, yeah. But then um, the staff of Aaron, or the staff of Moses, gulp, 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 gulp. ate the other snakes. And then they were a little bit like, well, no. No, we can still do that. So, again, Pharaoh says, no, I will not let your people go. And so then... Thus we, begins. Thus begins the plagues. We have ten plagues, all in all, which we know this. These episodes are so good. You guys should really Yeah, I mean, we talk in detail about realistically what they looked like, like times between each one. Like, it's good. In chapter seven, we have the beginning of the plagues. Um, The first plague, I'm just going to run through these really quick. Yeah. If you want more detail, please listen to the episodes. Yeah. (laughs) The first plague was turning the Nile River water into blood. All the water. All the water gross smell the second plague was frogs oh yeah i I was saying there's 10 plagues all in all Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. the first nine are sectioned out into sections of three so there's three sections of three and they each come wasn't it with warning with the with the warning again and then without warning right well, I don't know that I remember them being sectioned in th- into threes, but I don't think it was based on the warnings or without warnings. I think it was like, I don't remember. I don't because he the Pharaoh was warned. Was he warned for the lack? Some of them he was warned. Some of them he wasn't. Third one. The each one comes. The third one comes without okay. warning. And the first two is a warning and a call to repentance. That's what it is. Three strikes you're out. But that's the the three sets of three isn't that's not necessarily how they're broken apart. Like it's, it's just, just every third one doesn't get a warning. warning. Okay. Yeah, that exactly. Makes sense. Um so 
the first one was turning the blood the water to blood the second one was frogs the third one was gnats the fourth plague was flies the fifth plague was the egyptian livestock are killed Mm -hmm. the sixth plague is boils the seventh plague is hail the eighth plague is locusts and the ninth plague is pure darkness so that runs us through chapter seven through the end of chapter 10 correct um chapter 11 is the 10th and final plague but not before we get instructions for the passover correct so we have the instructions for the passover the instructions for the unliving bread um the painting on the door painting on with the, the lamb door. blood exactly oh my goodness mm. parallel to the last episode you know how he talks about the lamb if there's if the lamb is too much for your family share with another family only take what you need yeah. What did they only do what they needed for with the tabernacle? Well, they, they, they took only what took they what they needed. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Um, so yeah, the instructions for the Passover, which included all those things. They're not supposed to have leavened bread. They're supposed to eat in haste with their shoes on, staff in yes, hand, ready, ready to, to go. go. Um, so the tenth plague comes, which is the Passover. God sends a what did they call it? Not angel an angel of death. It wasn't an angel of death. That was, hold on. The destroyer? Is that what they called it? Oh, yeah. Hold on. A destroying angel? Yeah, or something like that. I think it was the destroyer. For the Lord will pass through, but the Lord will pass through to strike the Egyptians. When he sees the blood on the lintel and on the two doorposts, the Lord will pass over the door and will not allow the destroyer to enter your houses to strike you. 1223. Yes. The destroyer. The destroyer. That's what it was. That doesn't scare you. Yeah. Yeah, so he institutes the Passover. He sends the 10th plague, which is the death of the firstborn of all of Egypt, of anybody who did not have blood of the lamb on their door. And not only just humans, but also livestock animals. Yeah. Yep. And it didn't matter if you were a baby. It didn't matter if you were a grown person and you were the firstborn in your family. Like it was all firstborns. I think it said for there was not a house in Egypt where there was not a cry. Something like that. Something like that. So that was the 10th plague. And then only after that did Pharaoh let them go. Correct. Because Pharaoh has probably suffered great loss. And now his people are... Because by this point, the people are starting to pick up on the fact that... He's inadequate. All this stuff would stop if he would just let them go. Yeah. So... God made it very clear that... This was his hand and this was Pharaoh's fault. Everything that was happening was his fault. Um, So the Egyptians were plundered by the Israelites. They gave them all of their things and said, get out. So they did. Leave. They left. They left and they headed towards... Succoth? Succoth? Something like that. Uh, And the people of Israel journeyed from Ramesses to Succoth. There you go. 600,000 men on foot. And this is where we first see the pillar of fire and the pillar of cloud, which is literally God showing them the way. Yeah. What did you say it was? His Shekinah glory? His Shekinah glory. Yeah. Go back and listen to it. Yes. So good. (laughs) Um, And then we have, you know, the Pharaoh sends thousands of chariots after the Israelite people because he's butthurt about the fact that he he let them go go. and they actually are gone now. Exactly. So... They, he sends a whole army of people after him, Does. after them, to kill them. And Does. God doesn't let that happen. God lets Moses part the Red Sea by yes. his power. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Israelites go through, and then the Egyptians are drowned. Yep. Completely. Gone. They're dead. 
So they get across, and then is this when they start celebrating and having a party? Yes, the Song of Moses. Yep, the Song of Moses in chapter 15, which is great. And then chapter 16... I think we have a problem. Don't doesn't the problem with water come first? Yeah, at the end of fifteen. The end of fifteen, they start complaining. They're like, "Oh, we're so thirsty. We parted the Red Sea, but now we don't have any water." So then they have, um, is it the log? Yes. Yeah. So yeah, they found some bitter water, but then Moses threw a log in the water, and then it became drinkable. Drinkable. Um. So then that the people were satisfied, and then. After that, they start complaining yet again that oh, they're hungry. Hungry. Yeah, they were like, we would rather be slaves than starve to death in the wilderness. So, God sends them quail and manna, which is bread from heaven. Mm-hmm. Which that whole episode's so good too. Yes, it's really interesting, and the people are satisfied. Yep, the people are satisfied. And then we go back to the whole water thing yep. in chapter seventeen, and this is where he strikes the rock, mm-hmm. and water flows from the rock. Yes, and the people are satisfied. Yes. And then we have our first battle. Yeah. So an outside people were seeing the Israelites, probably seeing that they had no shelter, that they were just nomadic people and they were great in number and they probably had a lot of belongings. So they were like, we're going to attack them, um, which didn't bode well for them. So sure did not. Joseph, was it Joseph? No, Joshua. No, Joshua, thank you. Joshua led the army of Israelite men to go and fight Amalek. Yeah, the um, um, and Moses had to pray the war away, basically. Yeah, um, he had to keep his hands held up, and when his hands were held up, then they were winning. But when his hands fell down, they were losing. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't the fact that his hands were just there; it was the fact that he was praying to God mm-hmm. that they would remain victorious. Yes. So you like that plug there? I did. My I name. Did. I liked it. <laughs> Oh, for crying out loud. (laughs) Chapter 18. (laughs) Jethro, which is his father-in-law, Moses' father-in-law. They won the war, by the way. Um, Jethro comes to see Moses. Because at this point, word is trying to spread about the Israelites and their God. The plagues. The plagues. Specifically. The parting of the sea. They got away. They've now won this war. All these wonders that is happening for these people. Like, who are you? You know? So if God is with them, who could stand against? Exactly. So word is spreading. I'll answer that for you. Nobody. (laughs) And it applies to you today. Word is spreading. Jethro comes and he's talking to Moses and Moses is like super overwhelmed with everything because he is like the judge of the people, basically. And Jethro is just like, you can't do this all by yourself. Correct. You need to, you need to, what is the word? Set up a hierarchy or delegate you need to delegate yes. some of your responsibilities to to other people that you train in the word of god and who you know can uphold those standard. standards he does that he does that it was he does that, just that, that episode like this chapter with jethro comes it's super out of place and we yeah, talk about and we that talk in the about that too yeah um but yeah he basically sets up the judges of the people of israel which yeah. is basically just people that are there to mitigate disputes yeah um, and then we go to Mount Sinai. Yes. Yes. Hold on. Where are we at? What chapter? Uh, 19. Yes. 19 starts kind of like the second half of the book of Exodus, um, which is the laws, the laws and all of the repetition yeah. where we started off. So it's before. a little bit of story, but mostly laws. Yep. So we're at Mount Sinai. Moses goes up and we get the Ten Commandments, basically. Yeah. 
Well, he climbs the mountain. He goes up a couple down. of times. Yeah, we talk about the distance God. and the yeah, the fact that an eighty-year-old man is climbing a mountain multiple times. Yeah, so. and the fact that you know the trumpet and the thunder and all the things the Israelites don't want to talk to him. Yeah, God. Yeah. Yep. So we get the Ten Commandments after Moses has been on the mountain for a little bit. We get the Ten Commandments. He comes down. Um, He doesn't come down. He gets the Ten Commandments. In 20, we get the Ten Commandments. And then we start going into the laws, Laws which are the covenant promise or the covenant. Yes. That they, yes. That they're going to agree to. Which they need to abide by. The laws, basically, of their society. Yep. We get the laws about altars, the laws about slaves, um, the laws about restitution, Laws about social justice, um, laws about the Sabbath and festivals, the conquest of Canaan. That is not a law. That is not a law. (laughs) I was just reading headlines. (laughs) I was too. So basically, this is, I guess, where we're hearing God tell, where we're seeing God tell Moses that this is the promised land. Yeah, he's going to send an angel and he's going to guide you into the promised land. Yes. Um. And then we have the covenant confirmed after that. So they go through all that. They say, Israelites, do you agree? Yes, we agree. Mm-hmm. Yep. Then he comes down and we're just like, yep, we agree. We'll do those things. Perfect. Love that. They throw some blood on people. And then Moses goes back up the mountain. Yeah. Right? Yes. And this is where God starts to talk to him about... We don't see the name the tabernacle yet, but essentially the tabernacle. Well, yeah, but see, oh, at the end of 24. That scared me. At the end of 24, we see Moses going up to the top of Mount Sinai, which God has descended on in a devouring fire. Yeah. So that's the last glimpse we see of Moses actually going, the last glimpse the Israelites would see of Moses going back up the mountain. In 25, we get the contributions of the sanctuary, which is the tabernacle. Mm-hmm. God saying, you're going to have the people make contributions from a giving heart to make all of the things that I want in this tabernacle, yes. which we posed that it was a vision given by God looking into the throne room of heaven, Yeah, which is what all of these pieces and all the tabernacle and like the, the construction of it all resembled. Yes. So we have the Ark of the Covenant instructions. We have the table for bread instructions, the golden lampstand instructions, the tabernacle itself mm-hmm. instructions, um, the bronze altar, the court of the tabernacles instructions, the oil for the lampstands, the priest's garments. Um, and then we have the the steps for the consecration of the priests. And then we have the altar of incense, which is a piece that goes inside of the tabernacle. Then we kind of step sideways and go to the census tax, which is talking about whenever we count the people of Israel, they have to give half a shekel to, yeah. the, to the tabernacle. And then we go back to instructions to the bronze basin, the anointing oil and the incense for the altar of incense. Um, and then that ends 30 basically and we get into 31 which is who what people were called by god yeah how we're going to build it we're going to build it the how the how and i think it's important to note too like all of those furniture pieces i guess for lack of a better term that we that victoria just listed out like god was thinking of every single detail yeah that nothing would be left out because like who like okay you're writing instructions like 
who would even like one of the like to me i guess i'm not saying it's a minor detail in, in regard to like disrespect or anything but like there are instructions even down to the type and if type of incense the type of oil yeah yeah and the fact that it. nobody could replicate it yes i mean every little detail that you the, could possibly the think of that yes. were used yeah. Yeah. there you go exactly measurements are in there details of what things are supposed to look like like yeah. everything yeah it's a very specific and it's very elaborate and it had yeah. to be because it was an instruction from god to moses who had then to relay it to the people of israel to build it exactly so it needed to be concise it needed to be elaborate and just very straightforward because there needed to be no room for interpretation Correct. because all of these things tied together to make the tabernacle so that God could come down and be with his people. If everything wasn't exactly correct, he couldn't do that. There was a reason for the consecration. There was a reason for the anointing. There was a reason exactly. for making it holy. Exactly. And if something was out of place, it wasn't holy. So that's why it's so tedious and very elaborate and it's very detailed um, which is appreciated because at the same time think about it moses is the only one hearing it from the lips of god mm -hmm. and he's the one that has to come down and be like okay i was up there for 40 days what did he say on day one right <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> so uh, anyway we have O and bez who are the people that are going to build the tabernacle and they basically get the spirit of God in them yeah. to tell them what to do. Yeah. Um, and then God then warns Moses again about the Sabbath and keeping it holy and making sure that the people of Israel rest on the Sabbath and they don't do anything. I noticed an interesting tidbit about the Sabbath. What? Did you know that if they were caught leaving their house, they were shunned? I knew there was some type of extreme and punishment. Or died. Yeah. I knew there was some type of extreme punishment for it insane anyway but the importance so on to the infamous chapter 32 oh, where yeah. we have the golden calf the golden calf incident god basically was talking to moses on the mountain who was like you know what i'm gonna stop right here you need to go down and you need to discipline your people um because they're worshiping a golden calf right now and you need to leave me before i smite them all because that's what you wanted to do. I want to smite them all and I'm going to start over with you, Moses. So actually, leave me, stay out of the way a little bit, and then I'm going to smite them. And then we're going to Take just them start all over out. with then you. Then we'll just start over with you. <laughs> Moses was like, wait, 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 hold wait, on, wait. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. They're stupid. They don't understand what they're doing. <laughs> let me just, let me talk to them. Let me go see what's happening, okay? Let's just breathe for a minute, okay? Remember oh. your promises to Abraham. Why would you bring out all these people from Egypt if you were just going to kill them on the mountain? You're not going to do that. So let's just take a minute i'm gonna go see what's happening let me go assess the sitch and then i'll be back with you so moses goes down he assesses the situation he sees what they were doing go back and listen for more details <laughs> orgies mm -hmm. and then he breaks the ten commandments that were written by the finger of god and says what is going on here Whoever stands with God, come over here with me. Go kill 3,000 people. And then I'm going to ground this thing up and you're going to drink it. That's right. That's right. You like it so much? Drink, drink it. it. <laughs> drink it. Mm. You like that? Oh, my goodness. Uh. So Moses does that. And then he goes back up the mountain to try to... Persuade God to not kill everybody. Not persuade, but like to reason with him and just come to him on Big behalf mercy, of the people much. yeah yeah and just say 
they know not what they do please forgive them we'll do better like he sacrificed himself basically Mm -hmm. in place of the people yeah because he said well no wrong part but god did say that he was just gonna remove himself from the people he was like i'm he's like that's fine i won't kill you but i'm not but i'm not gonna be with you i'm not gonna be the promise like i'm done yeah because they agreed to the covenant promise they agreed very hastily government covenant (laughs) did you say it (laughs) government government they agreed to the covenant they got the freaking blood on them like it was official and then they go and do that so they have to remake the whole covenant promise again. They have to basically reconsecrate themselves in a way so that God can trust them again. Yeah. So Moses goes back up and God tells them to leave Sinai. And so God tells Moses that he's not going to be with them. The people are very mourned by that because they want God to be with them, um, which is the appropriate response. Yes. So we have the tent of meeting, which is where Moses pitches a tent outside of the camp and communes with God. Correct. Basically. Um, And all the people of Israel can see that he's communing with God because of the pillar of cloud. Yes. Pillar of cloud. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Moses intercedes on behalf of the people and God basically shows them mercy. And then we get new. We get new tablets. Tablets. And the covenant is renewed, but not before Moses gets to see a glimpse of God. Oh, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Moses was shielded by the hand of God and a rock, basically. It's exactly what it was. And he got to see basically God's shadow in all of his, yeah. like, in all of his divine glory. And I'm surprised he didn't implode but (laughs) right i mean and we talk about it too like the feeling and like there's so much to that yeah so such a good episode and it was all because moses asked and god granted it yeah like well okay do we remember what he was asking for he was like please these people are stiff-necked people I, you know, if I found favor in your sight, and God's like, you found favor in my sight. And he's like, if I found favor in your sight, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, you found favor, blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, but can I see you? <laughs> and God's like, can I have your number? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a whole list of requests. And it was at the it was. very tidbit in. Always it was a just like, more. you know, anyway. Yes. So we get the new tablets. The covenant's renewed. He says all of the same things all over again basically yeah, it really is all of the same things um moses face shines and i think this is where god comes down and talks to them right no because the israelites said don't talk to us anymore only talk to moses i don't remember saying that part in the recap at some point god comes down and actually talks to the people of israel well, it was they right can hear them. He, right before moses went up on the mountain Oh, wow. I completely missed that. It was like, right. It was in one of those subheadings. It was like right when Moses went up on the mountain for the first time, God, like it was this giant, like loud thunder, whatever. The trumpet and the thunder. I did say that. You did say that. That was God communicating. He he was about to talk about. He was talking to the people of Israel, like words they could understand were coming Mm -hmm. out of his mouth. And the people of Israel like, don't talk to us anymore. No. Talk to Moses. Don't talk to us. Right. So after, after Moses saw the shadow of god basically in all of his glory he had a shining face he had to wear a veil which i think he had to wear a veil to the day he died i think so too that's crazy um then he kind of assembled the people of israel and told them about the sabbath regulations the contributions of the tabernacle um the building and the construction of the tabernacle 
um, started at the end of 35. Yes. So he came back down with the renewed covenant, with the new tables. Tables. With the new tablets. Tablets of the commandments. And then, <laughs> and then they started building the actual tabernacle. And six, which... If you listened to last week's episode, this was last week's episode, so it's probably pretty new. Um, in 636, they started building everything. It went through the tent, the the curtains. It went through the bases, the furniture. A minute. <laughs> it's literally everything. Literally everything. It goes through the tent, the furniture, the pieces outside, the court, the priestly garments. And then we had the record of account of the precious metal metals. Um, yeah, at the end of 39 that was really good if you didn't listen to that go back and listen to it victoria gives like talks about how much everything weighed how much everything was worth it was a lot like it was yeah it was like 11 really 11 tons worth of metal and mm. over 75 million dollars so yeah. it's good. check that out check that out <laughs> we go through like the ark the table the lampstand the altar of incense the altar for burnt offering the bronze basin and the prostitutes and then the course <laughs> they aren't prostitutes yet okay the ministering, ministering women women <laughs> i think we kept kings what <laughs> we kept saying servicing women <laughs> in the last episode we did uh, okay whoops fine. anyway well, i think that's fine. what they're called in in that first samuel but anyways it's okay. ministering women the ministering women were a part of the of the bronze basing building and then um at the end we have the tabernacle has finally been constructed it's put together it's all up and ready to go one year exactly from the exodus from egypt that was that and then they, then moses came in and, and anointed everything he put everything in its place um he blessed the people of israel for their obedience and doing all of that so you know obviously there were nomadic people right and moses you know put everything in the right place when they broke it down and then they moved and then they stopped again who, did the priests then were they the ones that put everything back in place in the most holy i mean i would I, I mean it so. kind of goes with the question from the last episode like where did moses then speak to god after i assume that they the priests probably did that because they could see where everything was set up from i guess that's that true. original time but at the same time i feel like they also had to go through and consecrate everything again because if you take it out of the most holy place you take the ark of the covenant oh out, yeah that's you have true. to reconsecrate it back before you can put it you back think there so and everything else because it's been moving yeah maybe it got we'll taken learn about down. that in leviticus you know that's interesting it's just a thought though yeah. i have no absolute no evidence for that but anyway so Moses finished all the work. Everybody of the Israelite people finished all the work of the building of the tabernacle and everything around it and in it and on it and everything. And then finally, at the end of 40, the cloud covered the tent of meeting and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. And that was the whole purpose from basically yeah, since the fall. It was the pinnacle. The pinnacle of Exodus. Of the last two books, even. Basically. One could say. Because, you know, God was trying to get back with his people. And that was the whole purpose of all of this. And even through the New Testament, we get to go back to God through Jesus. So like that's been his plan this entire time. The entire time. Even back to the point you made in the last episode, I really, really liked about the fact that the Israelites were oppressed in Egypt and that was had to have been where they learned the skills that they needed to build yeah. the tabernacle. And so even way back 
when Jacob was still Jacob before Jacob was Israel, Mm -hmm. God knew this was going to happen, you know? Through their 400 years of suffering, because they were sojourners in the land for 400 years, starting with the laughing in the face of Ishmael. Yes. Isaac. 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 Ishmael laughing at Isaac. Isaac started the whole 400 years of suffering, basically. Since then, God knew exactly what his plans were for the building of the tabernacle Mm -hmm. and reuniting with his people. Yes. The whole book of Exodus runs, what did we say, about 80... 81 to 82 years, I think. Yeah. So if you look at it, you know, Moses, he was born at the beginning of Exodus, basically. Um, And I think at at the beginning of the introduction to Exodus, we talked about the time span spent between the end of Genesis to the beginning of Exodus. I don't remember exactly what that was. I don't remember. Yeah. And we break down like the calendar and all kinds of details. A bunch of stuff. Oh, I completely forgot to mention the Ipuwer Papyrus. Yes. Back, going back to the plagues. Going back to the plagues. Extra biblical evidence of the plagues happening in Egypt is the Ipuwer Papyrus. I-P-U-A-R, maybe? I don't have any idea. I'm pretty sure that's how you spell it. Look it up. It's really cool. Anyway. (laughs) It is. So we have a certain amount of years between Genesis and Exodus, but Moses was born in the beginning of Exodus. He was 40 years old when he ran away from Egypt, and then he was 80 when he was called back by God. It only took them... We figured couple, out like in six one of the episodes, to eight months. Like, yeah, of it was the a plagues. handful of months of plagues. It wasn't a full year. Yeah. And then they left. And then from that, it's a year until the tabernacle is built. So that's the end of Exodus. Yeah. So, so it's like 81 yeah, to 82 add, years. Add a year, year and a half onto the end of Moses being 80, and that's what you get. Super scientific. Oh, yeah. Mathematicious. Yeah. The word. I don't um, do data numbers for a living for no reason. Shut up. <laughs> All right. I think that brings our recap to an end. I hope it was helpful. And yeah. I hope we, you know, and piqued your interest if you haven't listened to the rest of the ep- episodes for yeah. Exodus. I mean, go back and listen, if anything, to those plague episodes. They're, They're so, so good. good. So good. Yes. I mean, it's just was. And I have to say with Exodus, like, you know, growing up, you hear these stories, you know, about the plagues and like, but there are things that we pulled out that they don't really teach you or have time to delve into in Sunday school or in children's church, you know, like, first of all. Moses making Moses them, drink, making the them drink the calf. Um, as a child, if you would have told me that, I would never forget it because no. I. Exactly. It's anyway we pull a bunch of stuff out that they probably didn't want to teach you in sunday school because the reason that they had the plagues that they had were because it went directly against egyptian gods Mm -hmm. why would you want to bring that up in church exactly and i just it's it it was good it was good go back and good job studying it i had a really not to toot her own horn this what not to toot your own horn it was we, we did a really good job studying really good job. <laughs> i just meant like i feel really good about it because i myself got a lot out of it i learned a well. lot i learned a lot you know, and i i honestly can see why it would be difficult for someone who is first starting out reading the bible and they don't get through yeah, exodus i absolutely. can a thousand percent especially understand. once you hit that chapter 19 like it once starts that to repetition get starts yeah i'm telling laws. you i'm gonna be just honest is that last episode chapters 36 through 40 not so much 40 but 36 through 39 was a struggle for me 
I, yes. It, I'm not saying it wasn't good and I'm not saying it wasn't important. I'm just saying out of all the episodes and out of all the chapters in the book, that was the most challenging for me. Yeah, definitely. I mean, just sitting here reading through the repetition is is difficult. Even and to I can recap see why it, you would just want to stop. Yeah, exactly. So, and, and we're... Uh, we learned today that we're going to be continuing on that through Leviticus and Numbers. So I can understand why people would not be able to make it yes. through the Pentateuch because yeah. it is so much information and it's a lot of heavy, dry, necessary things, but it's not that good of a read. It doesn't catch your attention, really. Right. It's right. not it's the not, story of Genesis. I guess, I mean, I hate to say the word entertaining, but, but you know, yeah. yes. I mean, we don't have the, the drama and the no. all kinds of stuff there that we had so in Genesis. There was so much stuff happening in Genesis, and it was so story heavy and that we could just kind of go down these rabbit holes with yeah. what happened and, oh my gosh, how do you think that made them feel? But like with the laws and stuff, you can't really do that. Right, because it is what it is. It is what you it know? is. But anyway, so we're so happy you guys made it here i'm so happy we made it yes here. it's been how long this is what our 30th episode yeah. that we've released that's yeah. insane eight months almost an entire year oh gosh that's crazy almost so. long enough to have a baby <laughs> nobody's, oh, gosh. nobody's having a baby nobody's having a baby nobody's having a baby no, anyway no. So our favorite verse out of the entire book of exodus one of probably one of my favorite verses yeah, out of the entire absolutely. book of the bible Go ahead, Whitney. You do all of our favorite verses. We said 3 verse 14. Yes. God said to Moses, I am who I am. And he said, say this to the people of Israel. I am has sent me to you. Yes. And that that episode where we talk about chapter three and the burning bush and everything that goes into those, what, five words, mm -hmm. I am who I am, like... It's so good. It's so heavy. Yeah. And if you go back and listen to any episodes of this series, go back and listen to that one yeah. because it is so good. It is. Who knew that those five words, we spent so much time researching and delving into and just and talking just about those didn't specifically. Even scratch like, the surface. yes, God is incredible. Awe inspiring. Yes. So, yeah, on the next episode, we will be introducing the next book, Leviticus, and reading through chapters one through three. So that will be up next Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. We hope you've enjoyed the time we spent in God's word, and we hope to see you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye.